Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Coffee Time. I'm your host, Vince Tropea. And as I mentioned before the break, we're in studio today with Riverton Mayor Tim Hancock. Uh, like I said, we're going to be having him on quite regularly now, uh, filling us in on things going on for the Riverton City Council meetings, their work sessions, and other events that are happening in uh, Riverton. But before we dive into uh, the work session that will be happening tonight, this is a Tuesday when we're doing this interview. Uh, before we discuss uh, the subject matter from that, uh, how's how are we doing this morning, Mayor? Doing all right. I've got getting over a little bit of a cold, so you yeah, can hear that. But. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of chatting before. Uh, it's just been it's been one of those days, one of those weeks. Uh, we're all trying to stay healthy. Uh, it, the other thing too is dealing with all the the temperature change. We were. I'm all here for it with the warmer weather, but those pressure changes just do a number on you with uh, staying healthy. It is, and you know, it's funny. My um, my family had a cold for a while, and then I was like, "Hey, sweet, I'm not going to end up getting it." Uh huh. Lo and behold, what happens? Hey, they, they kept kept you healthy and strong when you needed to be, and then now uh, maybe maybe they'll they'll take care of dad. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how <laughs> we'll that goes. See, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, it's great to have you here today. Uh, there's uh, d- keeping it short and sweet for today's interview because uh, the work session that'll be happening tonight. There's just a couple agenda items. If you wouldn't mind just uh, talking about that. Sure, I can talk about that. We've got two things we're discussing. The first one has been uh, an ongoing discussion about Kratom Delta Eight in the city of Riverton. Um, we uh, we had a work, or I'm sorry, we this was brought up during our regular meeting in terms of concerns that the high school has had. And for our listeners who don't know, just kind of give them the 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 little log line background mm-hmm. info the, the Delta Eight THC and Kratom, what that is, as per your understanding of it. So Delta Eight is is basically um, part of the family of of extracts or things that can be pulled out of a cannabis plant. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. right now you've got the the cannabis plant that can be considered either one of two things, generally speaking, marijuana or hemp. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the farm bill that was passed by the federal government a couple of years ago and with the city or I'm sorry, the state of Wyoming's adoption of that same sort of standard, um, if a plant has less than a certain percentage of THC, it's considered hemp. If it has more, it's considered marijuana. And these are things now that are being legal that can be legally sold uh, to uh, people that are of age. That's correct. So, of course, hemp. We have CBD. Some of those things that can be pulled from that same plant. And so, one of the, um, for lack of a better word, an extract or or a portion of that plant is. Delta nine. Now that is what is the illegal portion of things. Mm-hmm. That's that's what people would be smoking to have the effect of that mm-hmm. to get high from a marijuana plant. But there's also other what they call cannabinoids, which are not delta nine, that can have similar effects, but they're not currently regulated by the federal government or the state. Which is a very hairy, tricky situation too, in terms of uh, what studies have even been done on the long term and short term effects of these things. And that's exactly right. Uh, when you've got 
a, a, a substance like marijuana that is Schedule One, which basically means from the federal government standpoint, they don't want you to be studying it. They don't want you to be doing all these different things. Schedule One means there's not a medical purpose for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now you've got things like methamphetamine or heroin. Those are Schedule Two because certain things that can be pulled out of those can have medical benefits. Right. Okay. And so okay. Schedule One, you're going to be doing studies, doing stuff like that on Schedule Two, not on Schedule one. That, okay. Thanks so, for clarifying that too. I've never heard it worded that way before like that. So that's very helpful. And I'm by no means a scientist or a doctor. This is just my understanding. As per your understanding. <laughs> totally. Totally. So um, anyway, so with marijuana being a schedule one controlled substance, you're right. There's a lot of things that we don't know about marijuana and that we could probably know if it weren't schedule one, mm-hmm. but that's the status right now with the federal government. So Delta-8 is a cannabinoid that can be uh, taken from a cannabis plant. It could be taken from a hemp plant, could be taken from a marijuana plant, Mm -hmm. and it can be used and it can be sold. Now, if you're going to pull it from a marijuana plant, that wouldn't be okay, but you can pull it from a hemp plant and then that's not controlled by the federal government. Right. And there lies a, a slew of issues. That's correct. So when you have Delta-8, it can have similar effects as to Delta-9, that sort of thing. But people could use it for different purposes. And there's people that basically swear by it for medical purposes, Mm -hmm, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. And so Delta-8 is currently being sold, not being controlled by the federal government, not being controlled by the state. So some of the conversation has been, do we want to get involved in controlling the sale, resale, Um, use of Delta-8. And that's been part of the discussion. After that initial discussion, I had someone reach out to me who is actually involved in the distribution of Delta-8 locally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he wanted to come and speak to us and let us know a little bit about his perspective. Gotcha. And so we really appreciate that. We invited that. And some of the purpose of the meeting is to hear just a little bit of the other side of the coin, so to speak. Right, right. Because I mean, in other times, do you hear... Uh, blanket term saying, oh, it's just the same as weed and everything like that. So it is, it is nice to hear someone else and in, in their perspective uh, who's, who's out distributing it to, to talk about the differences that there are. Right. And what how they've seen it used in the, and what they think are the purposes behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's some of the discussion tonight. Um, there's also been ongoing discre- discussion about Kratom, which is similar to Delta-8. It's something that's not currently controlled in any way by the federal government, and it, it reacts much typically like an opioid. And de- depending on the dose, uh, might affect you differently. And, right, And right. one of the concerns that we had talked about with it was basically high school students or you know juveniles having access to Kratom. And, and particularly what started the conversation, too, was juvenile access to Delta-8. Because that, that is the thing. It, um, a lot of these things are available through vaping. So, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the gateway drug to these <laughs> drugs, I guess, uh, for lack of better ways of wording it, is uh, the kids may start off with a normal tobacco vaping. But then they're like, oh, I get a little head buzz from that. And then they see a legal option. That, uh, you know, they might not be of age to get, but have easier access, let's say, than getting marijuana, which is illegal here in our state. And that's correct. And I think that's start part of what the discussion has been about. And it's just an ongoing discussion. It's mm-hmm. nothing that the city council has got any proposals. I've, I've had a lot There's of no people. There's no action for tonight. It's just discussion. Correct. We're just trying to hear more about it and decide if we do want to act down mm-hmm. the road. 
And when we've started this conversation, I've had a lot of people reaching out to me and saying, don't ban Kratom. And it's like, that's not even the discussion right now. Right, right. Um, or talking about Delta 8. And it's like that all we're wanting to do is learn because we don't want to jump into things and 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 not know what we're talking about. That's exactly. the last thing. We exactly. Want. And we, we even anytime we publish anything to on County 10 or on the radio stations, we do get those uh, fervent supporters uh, of uh, the, what, what they what they are claiming to be medicinal uh, effects of those things, too. So, like you said, having someone be able to give you that information, uh, be talking about the discussion at tonight's work session, that's going to be helpful. But, right. But, uh, yeah, definitely no matter what, worried about it with our youth, because uh, yeah. uh, even if there are uh, medicinal uh, purposes to it, uh, they're not old enough to be doing it. And who knows what type of uh, psychological long term effects that it's going to have on them. Well, and that's one of the things that's really difficult with marijuana in terms of being a Schedule One controlled substance. There's not as much, you know, really in-depth things that are being done to study it. And I think there has been some of that mm -hmm. in the states where it's legalized. Right. So we are starting to get that a little bit. But, you know, Delta 8, for example, okay, how does that affect a teenager? How does that affect a child? And those teenagers are the ones hearing an adult who may be able to handle those types of things and say, oh, it helps with my anxiety. But then a kid's going to repeat that. And they don't know that it may be causing their anxiety. It may be leading, like we said, to a whole a whole world of different issues. But they're quoting someone else then right. at that point when they're saying those things. Right. And it's anecdotal rather than anything scientific. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the rest of the conversation tonight is going to be about contracts for services. We had recently advertised for folks who wanted to get a basically a grant from the city of Riverton for these services that the city of Riverton um, – would like to provide, but we can't. Uh, generally speaking, it's it's stuff like pause tends to be something that we uh, have previously uh, funded through contracts for services, our rec, different things like that. And so we've had a lot of other organizations that have been added to our traditional ones. And I'm seeing here, yeah, there's been over uh, six hundred that more, yeah, over six hundred thousand dollars in funding requests from all these different organizations. That's right. And traditionally, we've funded about two hundred and seventy-five thousand, and so wow, okay. Part of the discussion will be that, and uh, we just want to see where the council sits on it because we're at a budget year. It doesn't really become a part of the um, the decision as to what we're going to fund is really going to be during the budget passage. Gotcha. Once again, just a work session, just discussion for tonight, kind of seeing what's out there right now at this point. Right. And seeing kind of what the other council members think and that sort of thing and discussing it and then being able to come back when it comes to the budget and passage of the budget and say, this is what we want to do. Great. And as always, uh, these meetings are able to be live streamed on the uh, City of Riverton uh, YouTube channel. Be sure to check that out and all of our coverage on county10.com. Uh, Mayor Hancock, we'd love to have you come back on, obviously, to talk about how these discussions went. Uh, before we get out, let you get out of here today, was there anything else that you think our listeners and uh, readers might want to know about? Well, I guess just about the last meeting, it, just a a couple of highlights. We had the Wind River Visitors Council budget, which uh, we decided to put off until a later date. Mm -hmm. um, the Wind River Visitors Council is really the organization that decides what's to do what to do with the lodging tax in right. Fremont County. Um, we have we have a countywide lodging tax, and so we have to have a countywide organization that decides how it's going to be used. And so the Wind River Visitors Council does that, and um, 
we have to, as one of the governing bodies in the county, have to approve their budget. And so we discussed that and decided we wanted just a little bit more time okay. to discuss it. And so at least for right now, we're going to look at it at our next meeting. And so we're looking forward to that, getting more in depth and a, a better look at that. And the other thing, I guess that we had a, a proclamation for May to be the building safety month. Building safety month. Okay. Yeah. So what does that going to entail? It's really not going to entail very much in the city of Riverton, probably. But I, I mean, part of what the proclamation was all about was discussing just how much um, there's so many different organizations, so many different people that are a part of making it so that our buildings are safe mm -hmm. so that we can come into this nice building that your radio station has, for example, and feel confident it's not going to fall apart around us or it's not going to have any particular uh, fire dangers that right, you would have over right. and above any other building and that sort of thing and, and be resistant to wind, be resistant to rain. And so it's, it's just recognizing just how much contractors, electricians, bring that awareness, everybody, uh, plays into that. And, you know, of course our local building inspector and our, our other local, uh, city employees and other local businesses. So that was the whole point of the proclamation. So if you see anything where people are more interested in building safety in the month of May than in any That's other why. month, that would be why. <laughs> well, Mayor Hancock, once again, uh, I know you're a very busy man. Thanks again for taking the time to chat with us today. We do appreciate it. Appreciate it, Vince. And uh, I'll try to do my best to be on once a week. So I definitely enjoy the opportunity to to tell people a little bit about what's going on and, and would encourage folks, uh, you know, you can get on to Facebook. I have a Mayor Tim Hancock Facebook page. You can reach out to me via my email or, or my phone number. I am not shy about giving either of those out. It's no, no, no. T. Hancock at RivertonWY.gov or 307-840-1206. And just really want to hear from folks what you think is going well, what you think could use improvement. We're always interested in feedback. In it always city. starts with that, that open line of communication. I agree. Well, much appreciated. Uh, have a great rest of your day, sir, and we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Vince. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we come back more coffee time after a quick word from our sponsors. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 